Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
Um, for those of you that don't know me, I am Kate Bowman. I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting. My team and I work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures so people love coming to work. Um, and I also am the founder of Massive Optimism, which is a weekly newsletter exploring creativity, inspiration, and the art of living a fulfilling life. So you can sign up to receive three to five ideas every single week to inspire you at the beginning of the week. And you can go to massiveoptimism.club to sign up for that. And I'm excited about my conversation because I am bringing you one of my friends who, yes, I met right here on Clubhouse. Um, Mark Drager is my, our guest today, and he is a pro-conversationalist. He's an MC and a moderator, um, and he brings the energy. That's right. He blends it up with vulnerability, insight, questions to connect extraordinary people and engaged audiences. He is the host of the We Do Hard Things podcast, which is just the best name for a podcast. Mark, I'm so excited that we get to chat today. How are you? I am doing amazing. How's everyone doing on this Monday morning? Monday morning, bright and early. And Mark, you and I get to talk. Um, we get to talk and I oh, every time we talk, I'm like, Mark, I need more of Mark in my life because you're just <laughs> you're so you're so awesome. I love chatting with you. And the last time we spoke, I was like, hey, will you will you come on Breakfast of Champions and and talk to the to the group about thought leadership? Because that's really, you know, we're talking a lot about wisdom and sharing wisdom on the wisdom app and, and we get to share our wisdom all over the place, right? So I we we kind of thought, hey, Mark really is so great at helping people take what it is that they're good at, take their kind of thought leadership in whatever space and kind of package it up and share it with the world so more people know about you, who you are, what you do, and how you, how you can help them. So Mark, is that kind of one of your, how would you talk about one of your passions? I know you love having conversations, but around thought leadership, I know it's a real passion of yours to help people get their voices out into the world. Well, yeah. And, and, and part of our conversation was I was sharing with you what, what some people know me for, of course, is, is as a host and hosting the podcast. But for the last 15 years, I've, I've run a marketing agency that was founded in 2006. And what I've realized, I, I don't know if you found this yourself, as you look back through your career and you see the, the key moments, you see the key failures, you, you see the pivots and the twists and the turns as you've gone through your career, you, you suddenly look back and you realize, oh, there's a theme here. There's something that connects. You know, when I was young and went to film school and then I started working in live television and then suddenly I found myself in live events and then in franchising and then some, somehow I start this marketing agency in creative production and then flash forward 10 years later we're doing national commercial campaigns with the NBA and we're working with national airlines and we're growing this business and then I'm hosting these conversations how do all of those things connect and when I sit down and and reflect upon it what I realize is all about asking key questions you know I was at a Tony Robbins event and uh, at Unleash the Power Within in 2018. And he said something that really struck me, which was the questions we ask ourselves, our brains will answer. And so if you ask yourself, why am I so fill in the blank? Why am I so lazy? Why am I so slow? Why am I so uh, stupid? Your, your brain will answer that. If you ask yourself, what do I need to do to get my goal? What do I need to do to become smarter? What do I need to do to network with someone? your brain will answer that question. And the reason I share all of this is upon reflection on my, on, on my history, on my career, on all the things that I've done, I've realized 
that I'm just really good at asking the right question in the right moment to try and get to that, to that key unlock, to that key answer. And so for those of us who are thought leaders, those of us who are coaches, those of us who want to run a personal brand, it all comes down to the questions that we're asking ourselves and the questions that we're asking those that we're working with to try and make sure we're asking the right question in the right time to get to that truthful answer. And so you and I were speaking about thought leadership and marketing and branding. We were speaking about all of these things. But for me, it just comes down to, are we asking ourselves the right questions? So that way we can get to those truthful answers. Oh my gosh. Yes. And Mark, I love this. And I think it probably was Tony Robbins that I heard the first time say that if you want to change your life, ask better questions. And it's kind of it, it makes sense, right? Like it makes sense for us to be able to, but how, but how I think it's, people need to be really self-aware in being able to ask the right questions at the right time, like you said. So how can somebody strengthen their question asking muscle so they don't fall into the same trap, right? I think a lot of people probably don't recognize that they're asking themselves the same questions that are leading them into kind of the same situation that they don't want to be in. Yeah, I, I, that's that's a great place. I mean, we have to start with the, the, the most important question that I think most of us are even afraid to answer specifically. What do you want? What do you want? You can call this a goal. You can, you can create a, a five-year plan or you can do whatever, whatever it is, exercise it is you need to, to be able to answer that question. But so often, you know, I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and if, if we're doing a marketing strategy or a campaign, we'll, we'll, we'll call it an objective or a goal, and it's vague, and it's fuzzy, and it's kind of like based on a feeling. Kate, you and I were speaking a few weeks ago, and I asked you, what do you want? And it was like, I, I, got, I got a sense of, of what you wanted, but, but you have to get really specific. What do you want? And then, and then not judge yourself for wanting what you want or why it is you want the things that you want. You know, like... My, my favorite vehicle, I know we're amongst, amongst automotive people here, my favorite vehicle, I, I love the brand Porsche. I've not owned a Porsche yet. I want one. Why do I want it? I don't know. It's, it's flashy. It's, it's kind of silly. It sounds cool. I like, I like you know, everything about them. Um, I spent a long time judging myself for wanting that car when you know, I could use the money for other things. And so often we, we not only do not define what it is we want, we don't get specific enough about what we want, but then we start to wrap what we want with, with fear of judgment and questioning. And so what do you want? Why do you want it? Let's just start with those two key questions in a business sense, in a health sense, in a relationship sense, in a finance sense. You can take this anywhere, but you have to get really specific with what it is you want and why it is you want it, and then free yourself of the worry and the fear and the judgment that comes with then, with then owning that want or that desire or that goal that you have for yourself. Yeah, and Mark, as you're talking, I'm, I'm kind of writing a couple things down. Like as you're talking, I'm thinking, I love that you said, don't judge yourself for wanting what you want. And then I thought, oh, do, I wonder if people are challenge to actually say what it is that they really want because of belief. Do you think that people limit what they say what they want because they don't actually believe they will get it? 
100%. (laughs) That's, that's, that's the problem. Not only do we not believe that we deserve it or can get it or that it's achievable or that it'll take too long. It'll be too much effort. What if I start down that direction and then I get there and realize that I don't really like it or that I don't really want it? Will I have wasted my time? I mean, my gosh, we can, we can create an endless list of reasons, excuses, fears that will hold ourselves back before we even worry about other people. And so we need to be able to get over those things, which is why this idea of just what do you want? And I mean, we're speaking kind of up here in the clouds right now, I think. We're speaking in terms of more, um, we're not getting really tactical, but we can get tactical. Let's imagine that as a thought leader, as a speaker, as, as a coach, that you want to strengthen your brand. You want to hit the next level. Well, what is that? What do you want? What, what stage do you want to be on? What, uh, uh, what peers do you want to be surrounded with? What type of conferences, events, or companies do you want to be invited to? Like, we can get really, really specific with that want that you have for yourself. And if you want to be, you know, if you want to be rubbing shoulders with Hollywood elites, okay, great. Maybe that will take time. Maybe that's a 10-year, 15, 20-year plan versus, uh, you know, being, being invited to your regional uh, BNI to speak in front of 18 people. But, but what is your want? What is it that you want to do and why is it that you want to do that? And once you're able to get very, very specific, uncomfortably specific about that and own that, then at the very least we're dealing with, with like reality, right? As uncomfortable as it might be, at least we're dealing with the truth of where we are currently in our career, where our goal and our desire and where we want to be, and how far is that gap from where we are today to where it is that we want to be. Yeah. All right. I want to see, um, can you all flash? I'm cause we're in a room. We're here. There's a lot of very successful people here. People have a message that they want to share with the world. Can everybody just flash your mic? If you are someone who ha- believes in your idea and your message, and you just know that you want more people to find you. You want more people to find you. All right. Janice and Monica. I see Tom. I see Amanda, I see Regina, Danielle, Trust, um, Natalie. Okay, so people, we've got uh, Alexander. We've got amazing people on this stage who have incredible messages, and maybe they just haven't been found yet. So when you talk about, all right, people say, yes, I know what I want. I want to be on more stages. I want more people to know me. So then I think what happens is, especially when we come here on a, uh, a platform like Clubhouse, we learn all the things, right? Like we have a, the social media show. We t- we learn about TikTok and podcasting and Instagram and Reels and YouTube and all of the things. And can you talk, getting a little bit more specific, like you talked about, Mark, what are your thoughts around what are the biggest mistakes that people are making when trying to get to what they want? Let's say their 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 want is to be on more stages and to get more known. What are the biggest mistakes that thought leaders are making when it comes to actually making that happen? I love this question. Okay, so for those of us who are ambitious, those of us who are entrepreneurs, those of us who are doers, who make things happen, the number one mistake we make is we focus on the tactics. We focus on doing. You said TikTok. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't share with you the number of conversations I've had with people where, the, where it's, should I be on Facebook or TikTok? Should I be doing reels or should I be doing this? I need a new website. I need, I need a new landing page. I was told I need a funnel. You know, uh, 
I started my company in 2006. People would show up to us and say, I was told I need a video. Okay. What will this video do for you? How will it fit within your strategy? How will it fit with your campaign? Who are we speaking to? Where will it be placed within? Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Your funnel. Who is your target audience? What are their motivations? What will they know about you when they watch this video? Are they brand aware or are they not brand aware? How competitive is your marketplace? I just rhymed those off the top of my head. But, but the point is, the number one mistake is we get very tactical because we believe that doing will take us further. But often we actually get to just stop, just stop, take a step back. And let's just answer a, a few key questions again. What do we want and what do we, why do we want it? Great. So, so we have our goals set up. But on the opposite side of us, of, of our brand, our vision, our purpose, our voice, is the audience. We can use the word community. We can use the word audience. We can use the word customers, uh, clients, whatever it is. But, but it takes two to tango here. And so even though we're a little bit fuzzy about who we are and, and how we explain that, we spend so much time focused on the tactics that there's no cohesion amongst platform to platform, uh, uh, touch point to touch point. You're not drawing people in. You're not really understanding who they are or what they care about. You're just kind of hoping that if you can just do enough things quick enough that you'll make up for the fact that, you, that, that, you're, not, that you're not really making the most of connecting on the one-to-one. -one. We just heard about wisdom being about one-to-one -one connections as opposed to one-to-many. And for smaller businesses, for thought leaders, for speakers, it's not one-to-many in often cases. If you're building your following, it's one-to-many. But if you're building your revenue opportunities, it's going to be one-to-one. -one. You are selling to a client. You are selling to uh, a revenue opportunity. You're, you're, you're building one-to-one -one connections in your network so that way you can bring on more clients. And so we need to look at those we're targeting. Again, our, our, our community, our customers, our audience, whatever you want to call it. But who are these people? And we need to get, again, uncomfortably specific. A great example was we were working with, uh, we were working with a, a company that created a really innovative and unique diaper pail. And so we are looking, of course, at people who have young children. Now, what's the differences in parents, right? The client says, we're going after parents. Fantastic. Is there a difference between parents in their 20s versus parents in their 30s versus parents in their 40s? Is there a difference in buying behavior between men and women? Is there a difference if we're targeting mothers, let's say, between uh, a first-time mother, uh, a second or third or fourth-time mother, a single mother, a mother who's a working mother, a mother who is taking a, a, a mat leave and then choosing to come back? Are there different motivating factors? Do they make different buying decisions? Do they care about different things? And so often we'll say, well, we're targeting parents 30 to 40. Well, that's not very specific. Not only does that cover just such a wide range of people, 
we're not even getting into into the details or, or the nuances of like we're not even getting into geography differences between <laughs> between the fact that if you set a price point for say $65 for a diaper pail in New York state that might be absolutely nothing and in uh, another maybe Midwest state that might be considered a really high investment and so I, I share all this to say that when we start to figure out what it is we want and and we really start to get into that the opposite side of that are the people that we're aiming to connect with and we need to understand what they want where are they what are their fears what are their desires what is it they're hoping to accomplish and once we can start to really have a deep understanding of who we are and our values and our voice and what it is we want and who they are, what it is that they want, and their values and their voice, we can start to get a truer picture of, of, the, of, of the world we're operating in. We're not just kind of going off of gut. We're not just kind of launching a TikTok thing and then looking at the stats and seeing what hits and what doesn't hit. We're coming at this in a more holistic approach because it's just more people-centric. It's, it's based off of what it is we want to do and what it is they want to do. And then we aim to look for the overlap in those things. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, oh my gosh, this, it's like, we're going, it's, it's only like 10 minutes left and I definitely want to make sure we give people an opportunity to ask some questions, but Mark, I love what you're sharing. And I think when it comes down to it, you're bringing it back to the very basics with both of these things, right? What do you want? And then who is your comedian? comedian what who is your audience who is it your could community be comedians. it could be comedians <laughs> that could be your audience but that's what I, I i always find it so interesting is like when we i feel like we look for answers like we want to get that magic bullet we want somebody to tell us hey th there's another way but it really is it takes time to discover what exactly do you want and then who are your people who is that community? And when it comes to creating content, I think it's interesting because you are able to kind of have your niche, but then also discover what's working and what's not as you're starting to build out some of your content, which I think is important because I do think that some people can sit behind their desk and plan, 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 and never actually launch. And now you're not really getting any kind of feedback or data. So I think for the next for the next couple of minutes, what I would love to ask you, because it's a great time, it's December, a lot of people are in planning mode. This the room of the topic of this room is you decide if this week will be different. You decide if next year will be different. So for those people that might feel like I kind of feel a little scattered, maybe they don't really know what they want. This is a time to plan. So what are your thoughts if we can do just kind of like a quick hey, over the next 12 months, what is a good plan for the next 12 months? Because when, when I think about thought leadership and content creation, like when I started my podcast, I said, minimum a year. I'm in it for a year. I'm doing 52 episodes at least, and I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to grow a lot. And because you don't just put something out there into the world and people find it and all of a sudden you're huge. I mean, I guess that does happen to some like TikTokers or something, but um but what are your thoughts around creating a really great plan for the year to get started in really building more of your thought leadership and your audience and finding your audience to get to that place what, like what you're talking about, to really know them so well, you know exactly what to deliver them? Yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, that's a fantastic question. And, and so, who, you know, 
really it comes down to once you understand yourself and your audience, it, it's just about connecting the dots. It, it actually just becomes a very, very simple process because if you understand your audience, you know where they're, they're located, meaning which platforms are they on. You know who your competition is. Not, not your perceived competition, your real competition because it's a crowded marketplace and you're all trying to, let's say it's that everybody's on Instagram. Fantastic. So we're going to spend a lot of time on Instagram or we might spend a lot of time on, on Twitter or what have you. So, but, but it narrows down. You're not competing against the world. You're competing against everyone else who are competing for those people on that platform. And so you understand yourself. You understand your audience. You can start to dig into where they are. And then the real question to ask yourself is who do you need to be? This is, this is the most important question. Who do you need to be? How do you need to show up? How, what do you, is it that you need to say? And if you're not there yet, what is it you need to do to level yourself up to be the person that you need to be, to say the things that you need to say, to connect with those people? We make this really, really complicated, but it doesn't have to be. And we often are trying to find the perfect, the perfect message, the perfect the perfect setup should it be a one-to-one -one post or a four to five post should we be on this plan like just just you don't know so you just start so if you're putting together a 12-month plan i would start by saying understand who i am understand who my audience is where are they located and then how do i need to show up who do i need to be what is it that i need to say and i would only pick one thing you said you said your podcast Often, often we say, well, we're going to do a podcast and then we're going to take parts of our podcast and we're going to do cut downs and then that's going to go over to IG and then hopefully we can get onto LinkedIn and then we can spin that out into our email newsletter. And we build this really big, complicated system. We build such a large, complicated system that we, we, we hit everyone all the time, but we have no way of understanding what messages actually hit. And so let's just slow down a little bit and rather than do a lot of things poorly, Rather than jump into the overwhelm so that way we start and stop and we're, we're never quite sure what is real to us. We never actually feel like we're standing on solid ground. We feel like we're always shifting and we're not quite sure what is our true message and what is our true voice and, and what really represents me. Because you're so busy looking at everyone else. You're so busy trying so many things that you never really hit on that, ah, yes, this line this message this type of content is like this is the one thing that's really me that's really true to what it is i want to say what it is that i want to connect with so if this is your plan and you're sitting down i would i would either slow down i would either cut things out or i would stop and say let's spend three months three months that's a long time let's spend three months on just one platform trying a few different messages and seeing which one connects and resonates with my audience. And then once we get that message, how can we take that one message and not deviate too far away from that? If you look at Disney movies, it's the same story over and over again for like a hundred years. If you look at some of our, you know, I love rom-coms, right? I went to film school, there's this joke, boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets girl back. That's every single romantic comedy, right? It could, you, you can switch the genders, but it's basically someone gets someone, someone loses someone, someone gets someone back. How is it that we're comfortable seeing the same movie told over and over and over and over again? Because we like it, because it's natural to us. So, so find that message and then don't 
tempt yourself to, to try and have something so different all the time. Just find a different wrapper for that core message over and over and over again. And then the last thing is not to fall into the trap of boredom, right? Just think a lot of things can work for a very long time if you just let it. And so that's what I would focus on for 2022. Slow down, focus on finding that key message. And then once you have that key message, hold on to it and just find slightly different wrappers for the same thing. Oh, I love that, Mark. Find a different wrapper for the same message. And I think, well, first of all, I was, as you're talking, I'm thinking about uh, <laughs> all those Hallmark movies. They have like the same exact, they have the same exact plot in each one. And uh, so funny, so great. Um, and then find a different rapper. So I think uh, a lot of times people are, they feel, we feel like we have to change things up. We feel like we have to be so different and unique and find very new ways of packaging our message because it's our message, right? Like we hear it all the time. We see it, we live, eat and breathe it. And we forget that not everyone is seeing our message. Not everyone is seeing every Instagram post or every LinkedIn post that you do. And, but, but for some reason, I think we believe that people kind of need fresh new uh, new ideas instead of kind of the same idea in different ways. But when I look at, or when we look at, think about your favorite creators. If you looked at all of your favorite creators, the people that you love, the podcasts that you listen to, or if they're on Instagram or what, who, whoever your favorite, favorite, favorite people are, they usually are saying the same things in very different ways. And I love really being able to look at other creators and saying, Hmm, what do I find interesting about this person? What are they doing and kind of study what they're doing? And especially going into someone who's in a completely different field that I'm in. If someone's kind of an artist, I love following like Austin Cleon. He is such a brilliant artist and writer and author and kind of seeing how he navigates the world, it inspires me, but more in like the corporate world. So I find it really interesting when you're able to find people in spaces that you really admire because success leaves clues, right? Why is it, I'm looking right now, I have a book on my desk, Think Again by Adam Grant, and I'm like, why do millions of people resonate with his work? There's a reason behind it. And we can find it if we kind of are just more open to looking and seeing what works. And I feel like you can have the same thing throughout your content. So Mark, I love that you thought about your career and you saw the threads between the things that you really loved to do. So I think, um, can you maybe share an exercise, kind of last minute, maybe like a little 30 second exercise since we have a minute left, on how someone in this room could say, I love all of these things. I do so many things. How can I find my thread between each one so I can really get stronger in the messages that I share? Yeah, great question. I would just take some time to look back at the most uncomfortable moments uh, in your career. So, so if, it, if it's in your memory going back 10 or 15 years, it was either a really happy moment or it was a really bad moment. Chances are you don't remember the vanilla stuff. So I would look back at those things, but then I would start to question why, right? I, I keep mentioning these questions. You, you gotta spend a lot of time, uh, not overthinking, but asking yourself, 
different types of questions. Why did I do that? Why did I think that was a good idea? How did that help me? How did that hurt me? Like, if you just asked yourself one question a day, let's say, and you took the time to actually answer that question, you'd, you'd start to not only discover more about yourself, but you'd start to see these patterns. Ray Dalio in Principles calls this another one of those. Most of us, and I know we're up against the clock, but most of us who look at others and say, they are so good at this thing, it simply is just pattern recognition. They've done it before. They've done it many times before. They've noticed that there are certain patterns or certain things that, that happen, and there's only four, five, six results that can come from it. And so they can find the shortcut. So you can do this in your brand. You can do this in your company. You can do this with yourself. Start asking yourself these questions over and over and over again. Start looking for the common responses and then see which ones of those have helped propel you forward in the past and which ones have held you back. And then once you're aware of it, you can start to catch yourself going forward. I hope that helps. Yes, it does. Mark, thank you so, so much. You are so much fun to chat with. Please, everybody, check out Mark's podcast, We Do Hard Things. And Mark, what's the best way for people to connect with you? You can find me over there. You can DM me and I uh, answer all my stuff myself. Amazing. You're so awesome. And I always like to end my segments with a journaling prompt. Mark talked a lot about questions and asking better questions. Listen, if you, you want to ask better questions, you got to journal about those things so you can get out what you need to get out to learn more about who you are and what you who you are and what you really want. So courtesy of Mark, the journaling prompt for today will be, what do you want? What do you want? That's a great journaling prompt to start with and just see what shows up. Um, and for those of you that love journaling prompts, I share lots of journaling prompts um, in my newsletter, Massive Optimism. I'm going to put a link at the top of the room. You can go to massiveoptimism.club to stay connected over there. And Mark, thank you again. We'll have to have you come back. Um, can everyone just flash your mic for uh, Mark? Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.